1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: This episode of Another Happy Pod is sponsored by Floral Shirts.
1: Floral Shirts. Drink them with a beer.
0: This episode of Another Happy Pod is sponsored by Floral Shirts.
1: Floral Shirts. Drink them with a beer.
0: This episode of Another Happy Pod is sponsored by Floral... Did you want to do some witty banter? We can script some witty banter if you'd like.
1: I'm not scripting some You couldn't script any witty banter if it fucking claps you around the head. And
0: unknowingly to you, Nathan, this will serve as the witty banter... You know what? Fuck you.
1: Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about pop culture and try to keep things a little bit more optimistic and positive. We don't always succeed, but we make sure we have a good time doing it. My name's Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by everyone's least favourite convicted. <laughs> Lawrence Thomas Heisey.
0: I'm just going to have to save the censored sound effect now, because this is clearly going to be an every week situation.
1: I uh, thought I'd already made that
0: clear You had, but I just didn't know you'd commit to it say, Calling me such atrocities Such vile, repulsive allegations Toward me technically, and my name.
1: Technically, this is only the second time People will hear it As there is yet another famous Lost episode out there
0: Oh, that's true, actually, yeah Well, one day in the future Maybe they'll be able to decipher it From your use of horrible allegations Towards me Which one was <laughs> the episode we recorded months prior To it coming out um, Perhaps. Well, months. Are you really waiting that long? No, but we've got a we've got a, we've got a schedule for next week, and then presumably something the we week. after. nothing for the week after. Oh, no. well, then it will be that then, won't it? Well, now I've given the game away. Everyone's going to know which one it is. <laughs>
1: All right. We'll well, maybe I'll have
0: it. to do a little switch. Maybe it'll be the one after that. No. Nathan, how much do you love lying on a <coughs> lilac and drinking a very small
1: can of beer? Um, I can't say it's actually something I've ever done, but it looks quite fun and comfortable. Um, although I'd imagine after about four million years it would get a bit well,
0: exhausting. exactly. Well you've you've never done it, Nathan, but I'll tell you who has. A man named Andy Sandberg day after day after day. What you suggested this movie to me pretty late. We were gonna do another episode, but you suggested doing this one. Why?
1: What What movie is it, you fuckhead?
0: I thought you were going to do a clever little. Work. It's Palm Springs. We're doing the Andy Sandberg movie thing that came out. It's been all over Amazon. You can't go on Amazon without seeing it.
1: <laughs> the Andy Sandberg movie thing. There we are. Yeah, Palm <laughs> Springs. Uh, it's a movie that just came out in the UK. It came out last year in America. Um, they had it for about a year. So fuck those guys. Fuck America for, every, for everything. I don't like America. Um, anyway, this is a movie that I watched this weekend and uh, I thought it would be a good movie to talk about because it's good. It's one of those rare comedies that comes out these days and is actually good.
0: Yeah. I When you suggested watching this, I thought, okay, I'm gonna, finally going to have to watch that because I was interested in seeing this I'm a fan of Andy Samberg but my favorite thing about this is you don't actually have to be a fan of his as with a lot of his work you normally have to kind of subscribe into that lonely island humor which is normally like a bit goofy a lot of butts like kind of stuff Thoughts like that butts and
1: butts yeah and yeah like like, like
0: like I'm not I'm not discrediting that there's definitely a place for that and I'm guilty of enjoying all of that content just as much but I wasn't but I wasn't expecting um kind of such a, a tonal switch in this, because this was a like a really heartfelt movie, and I just,
1: was not expecting the movie that I got at all. Oh, me neither. So I knew nothing about this movie, literally nothing. I knew it starred Andy Sandberg. I knew it starred Christina Malotti. That was literally it. That was all I knew. And, and, of course, that it was called Palmer Springs. Didn't watch any trailers, just went into the movie and thought let's take a look at this let's see what this will be um, and here I'm gonna say if you haven't watched the movie stop listening to this now and just watch it just it's a it's it's breezy it's 90 minutes come back and listen to it after uh, it's it's definitely worth your time watching him and going into it as blind as possible not knowing what happens that's definitely the best way to experience it in my opinion.
0: Oh, you're done. So, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, thought, I thought you were carrying on. You had the cadence of a man oh. who was going to continue his point. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I I didn't watch a trailer for this and I actually, I've loaded it up on Google just to see if there was anything that would kind of prompt her, like something else that I might forget to talk about. And I've even noticed the description on it is comedy slash sci-fi. And I'm so glad I didn't even Google this film, like not even to like yeah. search it on Prime to watch um, so
1: the basic thing is, it's it's Groundhog Day, it's Edge of Tomorrow, it's Happy Death Day. It's 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 one of those movies where time is stuck in a loop and it's just the same day over and over and over and over again. Um, and it's it does some really interesting stuff with it. What what did you think when the whole start of premise started to reveal itself?
0: So. I was really anxious when they revealed the premise when it kind of fir- it first cut back to the like the wake up kind of cut that they do throughout the movie. Uh I was like, "Oh, was he like I- imagining something?" Like I I didn't yeah. quite understand it at first, and then it became very clear, and then I realized the movie had done a really clever job of setting up that because there's like moments before where like Andy Samberg just seems way too prepared for things. Like when he's at the wedding um the first time and he's like dancing through all those people um and he kind of knows exactly where people are going to be at exactly what moment um that to me was like at the time i thought this is really weird and out of character because we've just seen a guy that doesn't really like
1: put any effort in uh kind of obviously and again that makes more sense as why he doesn't put any effort in yeah yeah (laughs) why would you yeah, well, why exactly. not just show up to a wedding in fucking board shorts and drink a beer? I mean, why not?
0: Yeah, well, exactly. But I was, I was like, fuck, when when the twist occurred, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't realise I was watching this kind of movie, which is why I'm so glad I didn't see the sci-fi tag in the Google search, because it's the moment
1: that made me say, "What the fuck?" was when uh Andy and Christina were starting to like make out in the desert and then out of nowhere he just gets shot with a fucking arrow <laughs> and I was like what the fuck <laughs> okay. yeah. and then he's been chased by I wasn't I was like is that fucking JK Simmons turns out it is um and yeah he's just been murdered by JK Simmons which is another great part of this movie and then, yeah, it starts to reveal himself. There's a moment like before that where he says, yesterday, today, tomorrow, it's all the same. And then that starts to make sense. You start to ex- what, see exactly what is happening here. Um, and yeah, it's really interesting once uh, Christina Malotti's character starts to get dragged into it as well. And then they kind of go on this journey together.
0: Yeah, no, I, like I say, that that moment for me, the arrow, I was kind of like watching this movie going like expecting it to be that kind of boobs, farts, Andy Sandberg kind of uh, comedy style where you can kind of tune in and out. Not to say that I wouldn't give it my full attention, but I know I could probably leave the room for 30 seconds and I wouldn't have missed anything. Turns out in this movie, if you leave the room for 30 seconds, you miss something pretty massive. Um, yeah, you would. So yeah. I was, uh, yeah, that got me as soon as that arrow hit him. I, I immediately was like, right, I'm laser focused in on this now. Um, I didn't, I didn't clock it was J.K. Simmons until I saw his face, and then again, I was still just like, oh, amazing. Like it, it just the movie was. <laughs> the t- firstly, I love an unexpected twist, especially one that's like played for laughs like that, because you can kind of then get in on the joke. Um, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um and I, I enjoyed that it wasn't like played for a sudden dramatic tonal shift. It was played for like even as Andy Sandberg's running away, he's like, Roy, you're a freak or something like or whatever his
1: name is. Um So yeah, so J.K. Simmons plays a guy who is was was at the wedding, um and one time he meets uh Niles, Andy Sandberg and they just have the best night together. They're doing coke in the bathroom. They're getting fucked out of their head. It, that that scene was just incredible. And then in his fucked up state, uh, he Andy decides to basically bring J.K. Simmons into this world with him, uh, bring him into the trap. Not out of he thought it would be a good thing in his fucked up state. So now he's essentially trapped in the loop with andy samberg and basically he's there to just pop in every now and then and just torture and kill him for trapping him in this loop and that is fucking incredible because you would wouldn't you if you were stuck doing the same shit over and over again you would want to fucking murder whoever whoever oh. like trapped you in that
0: yeah because you've you've just traded your life away um yeah Especially when that decision was made for you and by a guy that's fucking off his face on coke. (laughs) Like, you're going to (laughs) be fuming. But yeah, no, it it kind of hits home later on when you realise what... He he didn't realise what he was giving up. Um, Yeah. Like, when he was doing all that gear at the the wedding, when he obviously was going to try and, like, kind of get an escape from his family, he obviously kind of was, like, sick of being the the family man. Um, It's contextualised really nicely later on when he has to live out that fucking that fantasy day by day um of like being stuck doing that and he really starts to enjoy it and he says there's that amazing line where he's like oh priorities change but the main thing i loved about his character um was the fact that yeah like normally in a tired trope kind of like what this the plot of this movie tends to be when other people take it on um that character would become like the goofy best friend or the guy that's there to like be the main person, like basically playing the um, what I can't remember the character of the of the of the female lead. Do you know what was her name? Kristen Malai? Yeah, is, is that that's not a character's name? It's, oh, it's Sarah. Oh no, right? Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so normally, like Sarah's role would be taken up by like the J.K. Simmons in this, but J.K. Simmons would be like the comic relief to Andy Sandberg kind of straight man, etc., or, or vice versa but this was just yeah. straight away like and then he tortured me and then you see the <laughs> montage of like these ridiculous outlandish deaths to the point where he like he fills a swimming pool with like fucking gasoline or something and then lights it um yeah it's it's great uh, that's another thing in this this is this movie's like really inventively shot if that's a word like it's creative as fuck what do you mean by that well like like just the sh- the shots that they choose to use like the opening shot where he wakes up and he's like that's a nice leg and you see him through the leg and it's not other studios would kind of just be like right a mid shot of Andy Sandberg waking up in a bed um yeah like the there's the shot where they're having like the really awkward sex and she's like oh, don't get me too sweaty <laughs> um and then he um you can kind of see him in the reflection just every time she says something him just getting more and more wound up um, so it's just like like every every kind of obvious choice. I feel like was was the second choice. Like they had their traditional shots, obviously, but I feel like every time they had an opportunity to do something a bit more interesting with the camera, they did that, and it was
1: really really cool. Okay, there you are, Mr. Filmmaker himself. What did you <laughs> think <Fuck> of? Off. <laughs> what did you think of uh, Christine Molloy? She was really good. Um, she, she was really good. I don't. Uh, I know.
0: I know her face from somewhere. But what's she in? She's in something big.
1: So she is the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Spoiler alert. One. Uh, she was also in the episode of Black Mirror, the uh, the Star Trek kind of episode as well. <gasps> that's where. No,
0: that's where I knew her from because I I knew I'd recognize yeah. her face from something big, and that was How I Met Your Mother. But I knew I'd seen the actress in something. Um, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, she was she was really brilliant in this. I expected like when I first met her character I was um, it was like the the girl that doesn't believe in love, the girl that's a bit like, oh I don't want to, the pessimist like I don't want to be at the wedding because love is bullshit and I was like, oh this is, I've seen this a million times um, but what I loved about her character is one she played that believably, it was never like oh this is, this I didn't I don't believe her um, but it, it was more interesting the way the movie made her challenge that thought process Um And it also did stuff with her in in the later bits, normally where it would rely on just like a montage of Andy Samberg being sad. Instead we got montages of her going out and doing this cool shit.
1: What I I liked about uh, her character is the movie really gave her a reason to have that personality. Like, as soon as like once she's in the loop as well, she starts talking about how it's karma and how she's been punished for something, and maybe she should do something to, to, uh, to re- reflect that and, and correct it essentially. And then she keeps talking about how she's not a good person; she makes mistakes. And then she, there's the moment where like they're with that crazy old guy shooting guns in the desert, and then he told her he told the two of them that uh, one of the the puppet or whatever the fuck it is ran off with his wife so she just blows its head right off yeah um and then there's the twist a little later on where she wakes up uh well technically the morning of but the morning of when she and andy actually hooked up uh and it's it's revealed that she actually uh slept with her future brother-in-law the groom at the wedding
0: um, yeah, on the, on the Superman night, himself, of, the night of his Hercules. wedding. Yeah, I wasn't expecting yeah. it to be him. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. I saw him in this, and I was like, oh, this is an unusual role for you, but I like it. Um, yeah, he's good as well. I really liked him. There was a, there's a really hilarious moment where she comes in to confront him, and we're jumping all around in this, so sorry about that. Um, yeah, but yeah, we, uh, there's a great moment where she comes in and she's like, I can't be a piece of shit anymore. Like, even though he's never going to remember that conversation, she still has to get out of her system. Um, she runs That, that in.
1: twist was a great moment though. That that really caught me off guard, twi- and a lot of stuff started to like really make sense after that as well. Yeah. Because like there, there's a moment earlier where her dad says, "I came in for you in the morning, but you wasn't there." I was like, "But she just woke up, so how is that not possible?" And then because obviously she was in his room, um and then just lots of other little stuff like that. It, it, it's really clever the way it was written and done.
0: Yeah, it's. I feel like it did it's it's definitely a film that made me kind of go, oh shit, I've been a stupid audience member not paying enough attention. And I think the movie took stock in the fact that it knew you probably wouldn't put too much focus into this kind of Andy Sandberg comedy. So it really kind of took liberties with how much it gave away without knowing that the audience wouldn't cotton on because I sure as shit didn't. I yeah. thought that when it got round to that twist, I thought, well, as soon as they did it, I went, oh fuck, god damn it, obviously... Like, shit. But then I I was... As an audience member, I was thinking the movie was out of surprises. I was thinking, well, I know the plot now. The big twist was that it's like a Groundhog Day situation, etc. But yeah, then it still threw another surprise at me, which I thought was amazing. Um, Yeah, no, I really liked it. There is the moment where she comes in and confesses her like... She's like, I can't be a piece of shit anymore. I can't do this. This was a dumb thing to do. Um, And Superman's just in the shower. And he just kind of... (laughs) He hears it, realizes he's. There's a great moment where he obviously realizes. Oh, I, well, he probably would have just carried on if they could have kept it a secret. But he realizes that he at yeah. this moment should show some remorse because otherwise she's probably going to go and tell her sister. So he goes, "Oh my god, I can't believe I've done this." And she goes, "Yeah, okay, great, yeah, bye." <laughs> just leaves him in the shower crying, which I thought was hilarious. Um, yeah, she was like, she was like, "I haven't got time for this shit." <laughs> like, left. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, which, and which why would funny. she though
1: because she knows like it's pointless like you said she knows it's pointless there's no real point to her doing that it is just more for her than anything he's not going to remember it this day is absolutely pointless so what does it matter but but, but it is it, like i say it is just something she needs more than anything so why should would she stick around for him repenting or whatever she just wouldn't um one thing I like about this as well is they don't really make it clear how long Niles has been there, but it seems like quite a long time. Oh, shit, yeah, because even, there's even a... They they constantly
0: say, like, oh, he's lost the track of time. Like, he doesn't know if she's been gone days, weeks, months. But then even on, like, there's a there's almost a throwaway joke, but it's almost kind of played seriously, um, where she says, like, happy millionth birthday. Um, yeah, yeah. And he goes, "I'm not that old, am I, and it's like obviously it's like a ha obviously you're not a million years old, but in this reality he easily could be,
1: yeah, he definitely easily could be, so yeah i, I think he's been in there literally decades, literally fucking years and years and years, Because and, he keeps saying like he can't really remember much of his life before it's it this is just what he knows now, so yeah, that's what he does really
0: when he's he's um the only thing he seems to remember is his dog, uh, at the end. Um, yeah, but that's yeah. I mean, I I mean, look, I've said this many a time on the pod when we've spoken about movies that are like sci-fi related. I'm, <laughs> I'm not the guy to dissect the science in this. Um, like,
1: I'm not. Oh, the... I don't think you're supposed to. Think. No, but and that's and that's it's the amazing a weird thing. magic desert with dinosaurs. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, and that's that's the main thing. It's not. So many other movies would make that kind of especially in the montage where she's reading into like quantum physics and etc. Um, I really liked that. It, yeah, it, it's great, but like other movies would have been like, oh my god, of course because then this this would have happened and and they would have explained it rather than just show us her figure it out and I know that she knows it, so that's fine.
1: That that's another thing I liked about this movie, like it knows you know what's going on. Like it doesn't hold your hand and say, "Yeah, it's groundhog day, it's" happy Dad, it doesn't do any of that it's just like, yeah, it's a time loop deal with it, have fun
0: just yeah, because yeah, he literally even it. says like oh yeah, it's one of them time loops, you might have seen it in like a movie or something, he says like a line like that where he just throws it away um, which is, yeah, which is genuinely amazing what did you think of the, all the like other side characters, because I thought all of them are like, pretty fleshed out, given that they're side characters
1: um mm-hmm. Mm, c- kind of. I'm. Um, I don't know really. I don't. I know. I, I didn't really give them much for his. His girlfriend was Misty. I think her name was Misty. Um, yeah, something like that. Or she. Missy or she something. was a terrible person. She was clearly a terrible person. Yeah. Um. Her Christina Malotti's family were fine. I guess. I don't think they were that fleshed out. Really, myself. Oh, fair enough. No, I. I guess I mean more so like the.
0: They're not they're not played as like quick jokes like there's the scene with Dala in the bar um, that gives him that genuine moment um, where he's like oh whatever whatever you're looking for you're not gonna find it in this like shit old bar Um, that's like a nice flesh out moment whereas like again I'm I'm gonna keep comparing it to like cheaper movies but like I think that a lot of cheaper movies would have played those moments just as like you know the sex montage when he's talking about like how many people he's fucked um, whilst he's been there that would again another twist yeah exactly <clears throat> oh i sneezed um unsure if i will edit that out so if i if i didn't enjoy that sneeze um yeah the they all kind of um oh i'm, I'm going to lose my train of thought cuz i'm going to sneeze again <clears throat> i did another sneeze nathan oh, no no <laughs> yeah right um so they yeah kind of another cheaper movie would have played it just as like that kind of cutaway gag um which i thought was um it was funny that they didn't just do that like there's the guy um who he like pretends to be his son later on i thought he was quite a fun inclusion i really liked how they the kind of the perfect wedding is kind of um like everyone at that wedding's kind of just a, a bit of a piece of shit, other than the bride. <laughs> yeah. um, and also, there's there's one there's one there's one thing I want to ask you about, which I think is the movie's final twist, but I don't quite know if I'm reading into
1: it too much. I think uh, I I think I might also know about this. I think it's her nan, right? Is it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think she's also in the loop.
0: Yeah. And I think that's amazing
1: because yeah. think about it, right? If
0: she's old as shit, <clears throat> like if she's let's say she's let's put her in her like late eighties,
1: right? Oh, that's very old.
0: Oh, is pretty old, late eighties. <laughs> I
1: don't think she was that old. I don't
0: think she was that right. Look, either way, she's an old lady. Like the emphasis right. is put on her because one at the beginning she already says, um, "Oh, you wouldn't believe how many weddings I've seen." Um, and then yeah. Andy Sandberg's like I've I've seen a fair few myself, and obviously then you recontextualize that moment as Andy Sandberg's been here for too long. But later on in the movie, she says, "Oh, I, I assume you'll be leaving now." Um, yeah. To Sarah, and it's it's hinted out that she's also there, and she she knows exactly what's going on every day as well. And obviously she'll have been able to suss it out by the fact that every day he would do just do weird shit, and she's obviously realized that oh they figured it out. Um, yeah. But there's, there's, I think it's I think that's lovely, because if you're kind of a lady, um, you're old, um, and you're in a scenario where you're surrounded by all your like friends and family, realistically as an old person, why wouldn't you want to live that day over and over in your old age?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, it is quite sweet. Um, it's one of those things where it's not like it's not confirmed it's not signposted it's not this is what it is it's slightly ambiguous which kind of I feel like the ending is also slightly ambiguous it doesn't explicitly say they got out there's hints that they do and I believe that they did but it's still slightly ambiguous as to whether they do actually you,
0: do you want to expand on why that was ambiguous because I I'll be honest I I heard that people thought that because I watched a quick interview with Andy Sandberg after it to hear what he thought about it Um.
1: But for I, me, I, I didn't think it. I thought they got out. I thought it was pretty clear. For me, it's the dinosaurs. If <laughs> if it played out the exact same... And um, this isn't a joke. If it played out the exact same and he didn't have the ending shot of the dinosaurs, then I would have been like, oh, they got out. They very, very clearly got out. And especially, did you see like the mid credit scene as well?
0: Uh, J.K. Simmons at the wedding, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That also like just confirms, basically, as well. Um... But the, the dinosaurs, like, and and this is just how I see it, but the dinosaurs are like a, a point of unrealism, if that makes sense. I'm trying to, like, find the words I'm looking for. um. But something that's just not quite real, it's... it's, I, I don't know exactly the words I'm looking for, but the, di- the fact that the dinosaurs were there, to me it just says that there's something not quite right about that. So, I don't know. Fair enough
0: yeah I mean I guess I I figured it was just the kind of like I figured it was just kind of a nod to like you say this kind of like magical desert that they found themselves in Um, yeah I think that to be honest the dinosaurs I didn't really get from the get go (laughs) like I didn't understand why the time loop meant there had to be dinosaurs but I figured it was just they're in a weird place where there's like a, a time loop cave so I figured it's just the location of where they are there's some weird shit that goes on around there I don't know
1: I think the the point that they see the dinosaurs in like midway through the movie is actually, I think it's like quite important to the 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 storytelling because that's that's the point where she fully accepts it where she sees the dinosaurs and she's just like nothing matters so fuck it let let's do this and and I don't know there's just something about that at the end which makes me think like. You know what I'm saying? I can't really explain it. Yeah, but no, that's...
0: I mean, it's a weird movie to explain. Like, I'll be honest, if I if, if I jumped on the microphone as soon as I'd finished watching this, um, which was only a couple of hours ago, um, I, I would have been a bit lost for words. Like, it, yeah. it's a weird movie and you do have to think about it. And I think I'm definitely going to re-watch it because I'll get to see, one, obviously it's an hour and a half, it's such an easy movie to watch. Um, and it's genuinely good, it's genuinely funny, so it's a pleasure to rewatch. But I want to see those bits at the beginning recontextualized, I want to know yeah. where they end up and kind of see the decisions
1: there. Um, what do you I mean? was, I was, I think, um, I was reading as well. They did apparently shoot a few different endings and like tested them, um, with like friends and family as to like which one works best so there are like a few different endings out there whether whether or not we'll ever see them i don't know um but i kind of like the ending we have i like that it's just um just a, a little ambiguous little button on the end there
0: yeah no i i do as well all the all the good time movies have that weird kind of thing at the end don't they i think it's it's not a movie that plays with time unless there's somewhat of a question at the end um, because it's yeah. one of them things you can never if you write to, like if, if you're a screenwriter and you write a time loop or a time travel element in your script then you're a braver man than I'll ever be because you, you're playing with fire there <laughs> like it's it's <laughs> so easy to just get one thing wrong and you'll be ridiculed for the rest of your
1: life. Um, oh, I mean, fucking people still go on about Endgame and the time, even though it makes sense in the terms of the movie, and it's fully explained, but people still are like, uh, but how did Nebula kill Nebula? Like, they fucking explained it, you yeah. cunt. Also, you
0: get the whole, like, does
1: that mean that uh,
0: Steve has technically had sex with his uh, niece? And it's like, no, no because it's go not away. his fucking niece. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking <laughs> idiots!
1: Like he also didn't have sex with her.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I'm. I guess I'm playing that up. Um, I. Did, oh, this is a. This is an odd movie. This
1: is a. I think this is quite a special movie. I'll be honest. Like, it's a good movie. It's. I yeah. always like it when you can take like a rom-com and put a weird twist on it and give it like a sci-fi twist give it some weird time travel thing it just makes it a little bit more exciting um and adds a new layer to it i i would definitely this is something i think um everyone should watch really. yeah
0: no i i agree have you seen about time uh, i haven't no that's a, well that's a, i won't say much but that's
1: a that's a good
0: one if you enjoyed this i think you'll enjoy that as well
1: um, if you enjoy this i think you will enjoy happy death day or um but you still refuse to watch that
0: i can't i still don't know if you're joking about whether that's good i'm or...
1: not joking you said genuinely good movie
0: <laughs> but it looks like the cheap version of this do you know
1: but, think? but you're judging it by a trailer for a horror movie
0: I am, Which you because should that's never what it do. put out. That's the main bit of marketing it put well, out. Well, here
1: you go. Why don't you watch the movie and decide for yourself,
0: you fuckhead? Oh, you've got me there. You've got you caught me <laughs> being pretentious there. I'll have to I'll admit Yeah,
1: fucking pretentious classic oh, I have, noir no, Lawrence, cinema Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence is strikes announcing, again.
0: Lawrence is announcing right here on the pod we'll do Happy Death Day at some point.
1: All right, I'm there we, sure go. we will.
0: It's locked in now. None of our 11 viewers hold that over my head, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you make of, like, the ending conversation with J.K. Simmons?
1: What, well, the, like, the mid credit scene?
0: Uh, no, sorry, like, the, the last kind of, like, um, the conversation at his house.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, just a nice moment, really. Just, like, the kind of moment... Um... You know, he's, he's got a family and everything like that, and he's saying that he's done killing um, Andy over and over again. Although they do get one last kill, which is quite funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like, but... <laughs> I like I like the premise of how he's like, can you kill me?
0: It'll be quicker than driving all the way back home. <laughs> like, I, that's just the fact that this guy's lived for that long now that it's just like, this this will be easier. <laughs> like, it, it, it really did... To be fair, that's the one thing I massively... Believes that Andy Samberg had lived this day over and over and over. Um, yeah, which is which is great because often you don't think of Andy Samberg in the category of like great actors. You think of him as like oh the funny guy from Lonely Island and the one that is in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and and in but this case, no, he I is good. He... he
1: definitely, yeah, he definitely showed that he's good in in this movie. But yeah, that scene it, it, it's a really good scene. It's kind of like the. The come-to-Jesus moment, if you want to call it that. Just the moment where it all clicks and then everyone... And it makes sense for everyone. Um yeah. What did you think of that scene?
0: I, I really liked it. Again, I think this movie had, like... This movie's mainly montages, right? And then, like, you've got, like, three defining scenes. Like, three big ones. That's the... Uh, like, the fireplace scene or, like, the camping scene. Um the J.K. Simmons scene and like really the beginning one, um, that kind of where the first one where she gets caught in the loop. Um and I yeah, I think they they all served an emotional like purpose. Like it was obviously a film written around those kind of main beats. Um but I don't think it was padding for extra time around it. I think it was like they they flowed really well. They got to those emotional beats really smoothly um and i did i did really enjoy the fact that jk simmons at the end of it like i said was just kind of it was a mini arc in the thing because we're watching two main characters change but in the background someone is going through the exact same shit as them um yeah and we see that it obviously drove him a little bit deranged for a while um <laughs> yeah but yeah then you you cut to him at the end because he's like oh even andy samberg like midway through the film like, oh i haven't seen him in a while like i i haven't I haven't seen him kind of kick around and that's because he's just been chilling like he's just been actually trying to enjoy like exactly what Andy Sandberg is saying enjoy this life but he's enjoying it in a very different way he's enjoying it by living out a day with his family every day just like as perfectly as he can which I think is really really lovely
1: I like the fact that the reason he stopped trying to kill uh, Niles over and over and over again as well is just because he got a taste of that because uh, Sarah hit him with the car, (laughs) and for the first time, he, like, got a taste of what it was, because Niles keeps saying that death isn't real, because you can die and you'll just wake up the next day, but pain is real, so, like he obviously got hit with a car that's not a, that's obviously a very painful experience so he had to live through all of that and I think, <laughs> I was like, like there's, oh, there's shit. the
0: there's the workaround of like if they just fall asleep um or if they like pass out they'll just wake up again um yeah. so they can kind of end the pain but obviously when you're when you're taken To the hospital, the nurses and the doctors aren't going to let you fall asleep because they're worried that you will die, and obviously that's exactly what he wants to do, Um, (laughs) which was which was great. Yeah, no, I did enjoy that. I think a lot of this movie was well thought out in terms of like you know the dumb questions that you'd often ask in in like a time travel movie or a time movie that plays with time. You'd ask those dumb questions. What I really liked was this movie was like didn't take itself seriously enough to ignore them. It like it was like yeah, let's just lean
1: into it because it's a comedy, so it will be funny. Um, it was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it definitely played to its strengths in that term. And uh, one of the strengths with it being very breezy 90 minutes watch, one of the strengths of it being very well written and actually giving its characters something to do, uh, and then overall just being funny and interesting as well. Um, a little bit shorter this one, but that's alright. Um, like the movie itself. Uh, Lawrence, what would you rate Palm Springs out of 10? Or whatever weird rating you want to do
0: I would give it um 99 oh no million oh no out of 98 million so it's actually surpre- like surpassed its um its goal because I do like the movie and I wanted to do something about time I don't know I <laughs> I tried. Well, simply. that one made
1: no. Well, that that one made no fucking. It's sense. It's a good movie. It's a good um, movie.
0: Go and watch the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll match that. I'll say that too. Um, fuck the rating system. They don't mean anything anyway. It's all just arbitrary numbers. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that was uh, Palm Springs. It's available on Prime Video. Uh, give me some money, Jeff Bezos. Uh, so go give that a watch. Um, you, do, do the thing what, fucking fuck off, talk next week Uh, we are going to be
0: doing a little bit of a later episode uh, it's going to be coming out on Sunday because we're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, and how that wraps up, I hope I've got my dates right, I think that's next week right
1: that is next week with special guest Ooh. Um, Twitch streaming legend Baggy known ordered. as Missed <laughs> Mist- <laughs> Not bad (laughs) keeper, Miss. I believe it's Miss Tay but our friend Beth um, is coming on, so look out for that. We got our first female guest, so feminism. Oh Um, God, female guest? No. (laughs) Oh no. Uh, Well, we're cancelled now. F- follow us you do this but usually right okay actually. fine
0: right follow us on another happy pod we're on Instagram and we are also on Twitter uh, we're probably other places um, we're not that's a straight up no, lie we're not <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> no we're those. on TikTok
0: but there is a TikTok there that oh, we are on shows TikTok shows a yeah.
1: very um, slandered no it, it Got taken down from that TikTok for promoting violence, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great,
0: so our TikTok career was short lived because it promoted violence. Um, if you want to see more, I think it was a picture of me with a knife. Ah, that makes sense, yeah. Right, (laughs) if you want to see more, um, inciting violence, come and join us on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Uh, and give us this, give this podcast a little five stars if you if you enjoyed it. This is a genuine ask this time. Normally I'm a bit more forceful, but it's it's not working. <laughs>
1: give it five stars or Lawrence will r*** no, you. No, anyway, um, thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, next week, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um... Ke key, key. Oh, I was, I was gonna make up a catchphrase, but we already have one. <laughs> okay. I was going be like, keep... "Outro for for anything." You, the... I was gonna be like, I was gonna be like, "Keep on podcasting." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, we already have another happy pod." Anyway, another happy pod. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm cl- I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye.